Well, welcome back to Booming It. I'm John Cremans. Glad to have you along today. This is the second in a three-part series that we really kind of break out what booming it means. And whether you are an entrepreneur that is a boomer or one that's not, you're still going to be able to get and find some really important information out of uh, out of the podcast, uh, the, the series of three that uh, you know, I'm putting out here today. And, and I think that for a lot of us, you know, we look at, you know, as an entrepreneur, as an inventor or small business, you know, we look for tools that can help us get our message out better or, you know, or, you know, create sales that can help us in our business. Well, one of the best tools that you can have in your arsenal of interactivity is the ability to grow your business on social platforms. And, and your ability to reach your future consumers on the devices that they use to search for all things new. You know, in the first part of the series, we talked about you know, really what digital marketing and, and social media and marketing can actually do for you. But in the second part, I want to talk about some of the sites, some of the, some of the, the actual social media platforms that can help you grow your business. Or at least be able to allow consumers to find your product, to interact with you, and to, to bring them you know, real content that, that showcases your product and what it can actually, uh, what it can actually do. And just remember that you know, with in today's world, a lot of people are using their mobile devices, their tablets, their phones, certainly a lot more. And because of that, they're also finding more information. They're actually getting answers to their, their questions and finding solutions to everyday problems that, you know, this becomes something that's incredibly important. Whether you're using kind of a passive approach to social media or, or digital marketing, or you're going in an active approach that we, we covered in, in the first part of, the, of this series, you got to start looking at these different social media sites and what they bring to the table, how they actually... Um, engage with your your future consumer or even somebody that might be a product holder that already owns the product i mean this kind of engagement really um really can help you out and, and it, whether you're a like a, a local business you're like a small business you know local businesses like you know some use social media and networking sites as a promotional technique I mean, businesses can follow, you know, individuals in their social networking site that use a local area, uh, area rather, or maybe um, advertise specials and deals. You get a free, you know, drink if you retweet this, or you get a coupon code uh, if you retweet it. And we we enter, you know, information back to you, or we we answer your your tweet or your your post on on Facebook. Now, you know, this message encourages other locals to follow the business uh, on the site that you've chosen, and it actually helps them obtain promotional deals. I mean, who doesn't want 10% off or 20% off or something free just because they happen to, to go by your website? So some of these local business campaigns actually work. And, you know, and, and small, small businesses... Uh, and you know this can this can go for people that are entrepreneurs and, and inventors or even larger companies, but you can use social networking sites to develop your own market research on new products and services. You know by encouraging your customers to give you feedback on a new product idea, it's like a new uh, a new something you're you're serving in a restaurant or better yet uh, you know something that you've actually created. Um, you you can really gain some valuable insight on, on your pitch. 
and on your product and what people might expect when they hear that you have this certain product, right? So, I mean, when you look at a lot of these different services that are out there and how you plan on using them, you know, you can use social media uh, as a communication tool that really makes your company, your product, your service a lot more, um, a lot more accessible. You know, some use social media to create buzz, uh, and to learn from and target customers. I mean, it's really a great form of, of marketing. But there are other, you know, things that really help in these, these you know, these, this advertising or this, this direct interaction, or what I like to say, the touch points, the emotional touch points that you're going to touch because a consumer is really, truly interacting with you in a very intimate way. I mean, they've invited your website onto their phone. You're answering questions, or they're seeing content that you know makes them want to go further, makes them want to you know interact with your product, be a part of the experience, and even buying it. So there are a lot of websites that can really help you um, to actually uh, to do this. And with all of the co- the platforms out there, I mean, you know, whether you look at at Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or YouTube or you know TikTok or, or any of these these sites. Um, you really are getting a large, larger and, and wider footprint of information out there that traditional print, TV, radio, you know, and you're not even paying the kind of money you would pay with the old media. I mean, new media, especially online, is when you think about it, the, the, the reach that you can have, the markets you can create, the targeting of people that use these social media sites, you know, becomes wide and expansive and cost effective. And because think about this, if you're an entrepreneur or you're an inventor, you spend a lot of money and a lot of time and effort just to make your product, just to build your business. And, and now when it comes to, you know, marketing and when it comes to advertising and letting people know about your invention, your idea or your business, money is tight. So you need more cost-effective ways and ways that literally have been proven to work. And that's where we, when you look at some of these social media companies and, and marketing through them, it's cost-effective. And it, and it really works. Matter of fact, look, look at this. You know, Facebook. You know, everybody talks about it. Everybody hears about it. Everybody sees it. You know, it's, it's just a simple fact. Facebook is a pay-to-play marketing platform. You may not think about that, but it, it, it truly is. In spite of all the griping and groaning that marketers do, uh, when, it, when it first became clear that, that free Facebook marketing was a thing of the past, they're, they're still using you know, Facebook to market. And why is that? Because even as a paid platform, Facebook produces an extremely high return on investment. The ROI is phenomenal. In other words, Facebook's worth it. If you are a, uh, an entrepreneur or a business person, you know what it's like to gain community and, and gain these interactions. And Facebook has definitely been able to, uh, to do that quite, uh, quite easily. I mean, because listen, here's the reasons. Okay, I'm going to just lay it out flat for you because I promise you, you know, you get some answers in this three-part series on booming it, you know, the booming entrepreneur. But I mean, imagine creating a personal business page and you, know, you use like a fan page. And one of the major strengths of social media marketing is your ability to create relationships. Facebook does this really well. I mean, the person-to-person interaction that can happen on Facebook makes consumers feel that they've encountered a brand in a meaningful way. 
And, and now they have this special connection with the company. So imagine how much this feeling of, uh, is intensified when uh, a consumer is interacting not just with the brand, but with the person behind the brand or the people behind the brand. I mean, depending on your, your personal social media habits, you may or not already have a personal Facebook account, right? Now, if you do, you probably prefer to keep your personal profile page private. Now, Facebook allows you to do that, but then they allow you also to create a page for your public, your professional persona. And, and using this to interact with customers can be beneficial. And, and, and here's why. You can gain really a following and engage with people that frequently you know, go to your brand's page. I mean, you've probably seen where you can join Facebook groups or be a part of them. While most people think of, of, of LinkedIn, LinkedIn rather, when they think of online networking, but Facebook groups actually offer a similar opportunity for professionals. There are any number of Facebook groups dedicated to various industries, professions, and interests. There's even you know, a lot of product pages as well that have interactive videos and communities of people that are that are sharing their their like you know experiences and you can use this account to join you know these these groups of colleagues as well as groups where you target you know the audience that you're looking to and you can contribute to their conversations and you know by the, you know by doing this you're not only developing a relationship with them in a you know professional and targeted way but then you're also allowing them to find the services that you back that you like in the same way as as well so you I mean you can contribute to conversations in these groups uh, all the time and, and especially if it's an interest that relates to your product or relates to your business they're going to find you know that you know when they look for certain things and maybe they're um, they love euros they can't get enough tzatziki sauce. So, you know, go in and maybe there's a Euro group on Facebook. You never know until you look, but there might be somebody that really loves them or somebody that really specializes in them or, you know, shares their recipes on, on making these incredible Greek delights. Well, you, well, you can find that and more. So, or what are you, you know what? If you're really looking to becoming an entrepreneur, we're talking about Facebook here on, on Booming It right now. We're going to do some of the others here in a moment. But, you know, think about it. You can create your own group. Why not? Create your own. You can add members. You can publish articles. You can carry on discussions. You can be the administrator of, of your own group or your own feature of these um, for your product or your idea, your, your business. I mean, what a, what a great way to get a, uh, some prospecting, right? The fact that you own the group and control the conversations automatically grants your, your industry leadership status and gives you literally expert status. And I talk about that in my book, um, The Authentic You, you know, becoming the expert in your category, your field. I mean, this is something that now you're able to use uh, and, and, and become an actual industry leader. And imagine being the industry leader for your product or the, the grouping of products or the idea or the community. I mean, people are going to look up to you because not only are you are the administrator, but you also have been publishing some you know, content that helps you know, give you the, the aura, if you will, for lack of a, really kind of a lack of a better term, but, it, but it, you become the expert in that field. I mean, and that is, that's one of the ways that you can actually, uh, you can create this authentic you that I talk about in my book that's available on, on Amazon and Apple Books. And it's something that you will be able to use, you know, in, in, inclusively. 
Because, I mean, imagine, you know, you get this leadership status in the eyes of your members of your group. I mean, it's going to help when they realize they need, when they need a product or service, you're the guy to go to. You're the gal that, you know, that has all the answers. And you've been proving it every day on your page or your group. And, and you know, with, when you create a group or you create a page that is about your product, your idea, or, or even you, You've really got to maintain a robust brand presence. While it's it's true that your company's Facebook posts most likely won't show up in in your audience's news feeds without you know paying to promote them, but that doesn't mean that you should stop posting them on your brand page. Because people today often like to use Facebook as a, as a search engine to find out more about a, a company or a product or, or an idea, and whether that means basic info like contact information, hours of operation or what other customers have to say about you, but a robust, you know, an active page that's full of regular posts and then lots of audience engagements is a great way to showcase the fact that your customers aren't just satisfied, they're enthusiastic. They love your product. And who wouldn't want to have that as part of their, uh, as part of their product branding or their, their presence? So when you create a community... You know, and, and that's probably, you know, Facebook's greatest benefit is it allows you to create a community. It provides you a group of people who are constantly connected to you. They're open to hearing your message. You know, they engage with people authentic, uh, you know, with authenticity. Uh, and whether that means because of the writing on your, on your wall or responding to comments from other people or your own or conversing in the group or introducing people to each other, you know, before you know it, You've created a community of, of friends. You know, because Facebook is more of an intimate you know, type of social media where people share pictures of family and friends. And, and they literally trust Facebook to be able to house this information and to showcase it and show it off to people that, that they, they care about. And they do this all for free. So when you're interacting with them, and you're, whether it be through a community or on your, your, your product or your ideas page, I mean, you've introduced people to each other. You've got them going, you know, listening and, you know, contributing. Yeah, this is, um, this is, you know, it looks favorable on you, your business, and it's all for free. Now, as you can see, Facebook marketing may be pay to play these days, but it's also still about making connections and developing relationships and sharing your wisdom with others. I mean, you just have to know the right strategies to do it. I mean, you ask your network to share blog posts. You know, literally, you know, if, you, if you're writing a blog or you're putting your blog um, pages up as posts on Facebook, why not have people share it? Ask your team members or people that you do business with to share your pages to their, you know, to their people. And before you know it, your page is going out to, to, to everybody, your current customers, your potential customers, and even your personal friends and family that share your company posts on their, their personal Facebook pages gets out there. And then, you know, and this kind of like cross-pollination is one of the five principles of momentum. Now, and think about this. Momentum is how to propel your marketing and transform your brand in the digital age. And this is, is according to Shama. It's a, a book that means that incorporating every single resource your company has into your marketing strategy allows each of you to inform your use to others or your business to others which each one of these typically un untapped resources contribute to the mix. So you, you create something new and powerful from that synergy. And your marketing momentum grows dramatically 
as a uh, as a result. You know, and I certainly as an early adopter of Facebook and having been there, listen to this. I actually was there at mid, the midnight uh, hour frame that Facebook said, "Okay, we're going to allow you to grab your name." So you, it's not just facebook.com forward slash user blah blah blah. It's facebook.com forward slash John Cremans. And then nobody in the world will ever be able to have that in the lifetime of Facebook. Basically, it's your profile forever with your name. A lot of people can't do that now because now everybody's using it, right? But back then, they could. So it was, it was important to me, and even as an early adopter, think, realizing that this personal experience or interactivity authenticates you. And it's part of that being a, um, an expert in a field. I mean, you know, Facebook pages are, are far more detailed than some of the other ones like Twitter and, and Instagram. But, you know, because you can allow for product videos, photos, longer descriptions. You're not uh, kept to a certain amount of words or as long as, you know, you do, when you really want to be able to have people see it and not being uh, hidden behind content. Um, it really helps you, you know, when you get comments on your product pages, Facebook can link back to the, the product's Twitter page. It can send out other event reminders. You can have events uh, surrounded by your product, you know, and, and even as, as, you know, as, as far back as five years ago, 93% of business marketers were using Facebook to promote their brand. And, you know, and you think about that for a second, that was back five years ago. And now, you know, and now in today's world, things have changed even more. More companies are using it. More people are, are, are actually ta- finding out that they can actually target through the use of the Facebook pixel. And you think, what's a pixel? No, it's not, you know, not, you know, something that pixie dust is left behind. It's, if you find Facebook advertising pretty confusing, there are a lot of people out there that do, but the, the, the tracking of a Facebook pixel can give you information. It's like, you know, dropping a, you know, the, the old day was been a cookie, right? You remember that? And you clear those out of your cache because you don't want people tracking what you see or you do. But with, with the Facebook pixel, when you create it, that pixel can go out there and it can improve your conversions and it can actually drive your return on investment because now your pixel's gathering information that you're looking for. I mean, imagine being able to have a tool that helps you measure how effective your ad campaigns are. And you can monitor the actions that people are taking on, on, on a website uh, and what they're interacting with, what they're actually looking at or searching for on, your, on your, your website. I mean, think about this. The Facebook pixel, which you know a lot of marketers are, are using to be able to you know not only have a great return on investment, but also cut the cost down on their marketing because now they're not just sending out this huge net that catches every fish, inner tube, and uh, piece of a dock that you can find in the ocean. Now you're actually targeting the consumers, the people that are interested or are curious or will buy your product. Because that Facebook pixel is a code that tracks events like page views. Somebody adds something to your cart if you have a store online, or their purchase, how far they went on your page, or the time on their page, a lot more. I mean, the Facebook pixel helps you optimize your ads and make sure that they're shown to the right audience. I mean, you can use the pixel to improve your Facebook targeting and remarketing to people who have visited a specific page. I mean, imagine you have a product that you really, you know, that are part of several different products that you have, but people keep going to it for some reason. They keep looking at it, and they look at it, and they look at it. Well, that gives you pause. 
what, why aren't they buying it? They're looking at it. They're really curious about it. So there may be more about that product that they want to know. So wouldn't it be great to be able to retarget information to them based on the fact that they keep going to that same one page? Well, you know, let's help that, that when you're using Facebook as a social marketing tool, that can actually help you do that. I mean, imagine having that pixel work for you. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, Facebook used to have a, a, cu- a custom audience pixel for retargeting um, website view- viewers and a conversion pixel for tracking website conversions. And while each advertising account had only one custom audience pixel, you, mean, you could create many conversion pixels and you can pretty much imagine you have to keep track of them all, right? Well, you know, and, and, and as any digital marketer or social media marketer will tell you, that it became really confusing. Uh, you know, and they, they really made advertising on Facebook a lot more um, effective by using the Facebook pixel. Not only do they tell you exactly who you're advertising to, they give you a better understanding of how your Facebook ads are performing. And all in one, and really pretty much all in all, you can use them to make your messaging more effective, leading for a, a better return on investment, a better ROI, and, and a better return on your advertising dollars. Which in today's economy and the way things are going, that can be kind of tough to do, right? So if you're going to use Facebook, you know, think about some of these, you know, these things that we're hitting on. You know, we're not going really as far as an in-depth, but there are things that really can help you get um, the kind of content uh, interactivity and the engagement that you want from a uh, from a consumer. Now, you know, Instagram has really gained prominence as, as well. You know, back, well, you know. When you look at it about six years ago, back in 2014, Instagram had over 200 million users. And certainly right now, that that has reached uh, into the billions. Uh, the engagement rate of Instagram was 15 times higher than Facebook back then. And, and even 25 times higher than Twitter. Um which is pretty amazing, right? When you when you think of you know the latest studies, you know estimating that ninety three percent of prestige brands have an active presence on Instagram, you might be missing out if you're not uh, interact uh, interacting with it. You know, Instagram's really proven itself as a powerful platform for marketers to reach their customers and prospects through sharing pictures and, and brief messages. I mean, imagine this. Uh, you know, when you look at it. Some of the largest brands use Instagram because when you're scrolling and, and think about your experience online, you're scrolling through websites, right? You're going as fast as you possibly can. Something stops you. You see an interesting picture or video rolls. All of a sudden, when you flip by it, you stop and you look. Well, on Instagram, if your picture's beautiful or it's enticing or looks tasty or literally invokes and touches an emotional touch point that a future consumer has for a product or idea. You know, Instagram can be the, the, the way to go. I mean, not only to communicate with current and potential customers, but the, your company or your invention or your idea can present a more personal picture of your brand. And by doing so, uh, you can make a better and, and truer picture of yourself. And this gets back to, you know, my, my book, Being the Authentic You, is because now people see the real you. They just don't see this beautiful image that you created of a product. But now they're getting a chance to interact with you even more personal, to see that product in in action. And, you know, really the the idea of Instagram pictures lies on the go. 
it, it's a sense that the event is happening right now. It adds another layer to your persona or your personal uh, picture of the company that you're trying to um, that you're trying to show. And and when you look at it, um, uh, it's really kind of like an editorial photo. Um, it's posted on behalf of your brand, uh, and it represents uh, you know really you know what your company's all about, what your product is like, how it's used. But it creates a moment. And Instagram was great for this. I mean, this is why when people flip by and, you know, some people don't stop, it's because there was nothing there, just a bunch of words. Now you have images that touch the people emotionally. You have a chance to really grab and, and, and give them an experience that is unlike any other that they've had online. So Instagram is definitely one that I recommend, something you can still use. It's still quite popular. They do allow, um, you know, some videos, um, and it does, you know, from the picture standpoint, the telling of a backstory to give, you know, other personal information or how products can be used in beautiful, unique ways that, that grab the imagination and do the touch points. You're going to want to look at Instagram as well. Now, YouTube, of course, as many of you know, YouTube is big and it will continue to be a popular avenue for influencers and getting your product videos or better yet, storing your product videos. One of the things that I've learned, you know, over the years, especially as the, the internet has developed and the websites that I've developed as well, is, you know, the storage of content. You know, you're going to store movies or you're going to store videos or pictures, large size pictures from your website on your server. It can slow things down dramatically. So why not have your content, your videos put on a website that literally is meant for that? It stores every video you have. Uh, your information, your product information, but then it also becomes a platform for people to find out more about you. So now you can have a product page on YouTube or a company page on YouTube that says, here's who we are, and have interviews of every single person that works for your company. Or this is how our product works. And all the great videos that you've made to demonstrate the different features that you have. And before you know it, your YouTube page becomes a sales page. It becomes not only a way to interact with your consumer, but also to inform your potential consumer of how to use it and what to look for. Uh, so I, you know, I definitely recommend YouTube, especially for you know uh, current content, you know, content that you want people to see or find, because through through using you know different uh, different uh, search terms and words that are available there, they can find your information. It comes up quicker. Matter of fact, you know, this kind of dynamic content comes up a lot higher in search engines. And, and so when you have video out there and your company is featured there, people tend to, to know it, you know, a lot more. Now, Twitter, Twitter's one of those where, you know, you're limited to characters, right? You're able to put pictures on, you're able to have video as well, but you're then looking to find or create audiences that help you, um, to make it, make it actually work. Um, you know, granted it's there all the time. It's something that you might want to use. I don't recommend Twitter as a huge benefit only because of the fact that it does limit your message and how you can say it, um, because of the, the amount of words that you can actually use. I mean, you could still get some, you know, rich interaction, but what I would use Twitter for is, is basically an, um, uh, an extra. It's something that's outside of the, not outside of the norm because it does have a lot of users, but, you know, people that are, that are using Twitter are really not looking for products. 
Um, they're looking for ideas. They're looking for you know talking and, and informational touch points and the the news or, or political content of the day and you know people's description of it. Um, so you know, Twitter's a is a is a wonderful tool. It's just not something that I would say you know go out and use as your first line of of uh, social marketing or digital media. But it definitely is one that because of the fact it does reach so many people and it's hashtags like hashtag doc or hashtag my product or, or hashtag my company, you know, gets seen a lot. So if you're a business that really wants to drive content based on hashtags, you want people to look at your hashtag and then follow those hashtags to more content, it's a way to do it. Maybe a little more tedious, but it does help in the overall, you know, not only finding your product, but also getting your, your product's name out there just uh, a little bit more. Now, you know, there are other things, too. You've got um, Snapchat. You know, it's, it's, you know, for messaging and picture exchanging. Um, it's something that, you know, some people use to influence. Influencers will use Snapchat because they can actually put videos of them using or wearing jewelry or, or interacting with something that they want to, you know, drive some inter- interesting content to that doesn't stay, you know, up as long as, you know, maybe other types of advertising. But it does, especially for younger users and um, the, the, the younger adult, people do use. So it's one thing that, you know, maybe an influencer, if you do have a lot more followers, you might want to, you know, gravitate them to Snapchat so they can see things happening at the moment. Because it's, it's kind of cool. All of a sudden, oh, well, something happened. I got to look. And they see it. And then, you know, it's there for a little while. But but at least it's another, another one of those touch points where, they're constantly reminded about your product or your your uh, your idea. And, now, this is just the, the the second of this series, and I promised you three. Coming up in the third one, we're going to talk about blogs, and we're going to talk about live streams, webcasts, the other ways of literally showing or you know or interacting, engaging with a future consumer. Or, you know, engaging with your current customers, you know, showing events and ideas and things that are, that are actually happening. So that's coming up in the last and the final of this series on Booming It, the boomer entrepreneur that's now trying to get their message out to the most people they possibly can and make it cost effective. So, hey, so thanks for listening. This is the second of the third series. Get ready for the third on Booming It. I'm John Cremens.